Hello, hello, friends. It's Amanda J. Schulz, and I want to welcome you today to something that is not an episode of The Loose Gardener. I repeat, this is not an episode of The Loose Gardener. As my dear friend and artistic founder of Color Kind Studio, Jill Elliott likes to remind me, and you should check out what Jill is doing, by the way, done is better than perfect. So that's what this is today. A little done is better than perfect. Let me explain. So when I started this podcast, I committed to bringing you fun and engaging gardening content with a soulful twist every other Tuesday. Well, folks, it ain't happening this week. But I do have a decent excuse, an excuse that actually goes back about 15 years. So you might remember that back in the day, around 2007, John and I had purchased the lot next door to us where we lived in Houston, and we had turned a good portion of it into about a 3,000 square foot vegetable garden. Now, we hadn't been doing that for long before John started talking about how he might like to keep bees. Well, as being married to an engineer goes, there's often a lot of lengthy discussion and study of things before action is actually taken. It's a good balance to my loose nature, honestly. Fast forward 10 years, two kids, a couple different houses, and a new city later, and I was selling real estate in Dallas, John was in the tech industry, and some of us were still talking about bees. I had mentioned this bee obsession in passing to a client of mine named Robert. Well, one day, out of the blue, Robert texts me a picture of a hive box unit by Summerhawk Ranch that Costco was selling. Now, if you know me, and there is a matchbox in front of me, I'm going to strike that match. Then it's up to you to start the fire or watch the flame smolder out. And here's the little secret I know about my husband. If I strike the match, nine times out of ten, he'll start the fire. So, that's what I did. I called up his parents who had a Costco membership and I said, go buy one of these. And they did. Then I told John, you've got a beehive box coming. Go figure out what to do with it. And he did. So in the spring of 2018, we made our first trip to Texas Bee Supply in Blue Ridge, Texas, and bought our very first package of bees. Four years of beekeeping later, and we just launched a business in February of this year called Blackland Bees, where we focus on the rescue and relocation of honeybees, pollination services, community education, and conservation and restoration of the Blackland Prairie where we live. Now, you might be saying, well, this is all well and good, but what does this have to do with the Loose Gardener episode that I'm not getting today? So we found out about a week ago that NBC local news in Dallas wanted to meet with us at the house to do a segment on bees and climate change. So quite frankly, when opportunities to educate come knocking, we open the door. Needless to say, we've been spending a lot of time getting ready around here the past few days. 
So that kind of put my podcast preparation on the back burner. But have no fear. In the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger from the 1984 film The Terminator, I'll be back. I just prefer to say my B with two E's. I'll be back this Friday with the full episode seven of The Loose Gardener. So I'll plan to see you then. Before I close this short, however, I do want to leave you with one thing. Many of us were struck and saddened by the recent death of singer-songwriting legend Naomi Judd. Time and time again, we witness mental and emotional sickness around us, sometimes even touching us personally. And the most brilliant minds and creative talents in the world are not immune to it. I find my respite in the soil and the flowers and the wildlife and the stewardship that I can take hold of in benefit of this God-given creation that we all share. Valuing words as I do, I have a certain special respect for writers of music and novels and poetry. As I've been pondering on Naomi Judd the past several weeks, it brought to mind the tragic end of author and Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Sylvia Plath in 1963. I did find happiness, however, in an excerpt that I read recently from a letter that she wrote to her mother just eight months before she ended her life at the young age of 30. June 15th, 1962. Today, guess what? We became beekeepers. We went to the local meeting last week attended by the rector, the midwife, and assorted beekeeping people from neighboring villages to watch a Mr. Pollard make three hives out of one by transferring his queen cells under the supervision of the official government bee man. We all wore masks and it was thrilling. It's expensive to start beekeeping, over $50 outlay, but Mr. Pollard let us have an old hive for nothing which we painted white and green, and today he brought over the swarm of docile Italian hybrid bees we ordered and installed them. We placed the hive in a sheltered out-of-the-way spot in the orchard. The bees were furious from being in a box. Ted had only put a handkerchief over his head where the hat should go in the bee mask, and the bees crawled into his hair and he flew off with half a dozen stings. I didn't get stung at all, and when I went back to the hive later, I was delighted to see bees entering with pollen sacks full and leaving with them empty. At least I think that's what they were doing. I feel very ignorant, but shall try to read up and learn all I can. If we're lucky, we'll have our own honey too. Lots of people are really big keepers in town with a dozen to 20 hives, so we shall not be short of advice. When we have our first honey, I think we shall get half a dozen hens. It gives me a smile knowing that, at least before the end, Sylvia found the bees. We found the bees, and we're all the better for it. Thank you for joining me for this short today. If you are suffering with depression or thoughts of suicide, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline today at 800-273-8255. 
And if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth or surrounding areas and you have a bee issue, call Blackland Bees at 972-275-6320 and we'll help you out. Remember, you can find The Loose Gardener on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. If you liked this short, like the podcast, add it to your library, and share it with a friend. And until we meet again Friday, dig deep and stay loose.